super easy. All right. Sick. Everybody yeah. give me a loud talk just so I can the levels on here. Literally. This is loud. Yep. All right. Okay. If I get louder, I'll try to move back. <laughs> You'll hear it in like in, all like in your own. And you're like, oh, shit. <laughs> Are you already show. empty over there? <laughs> he drank it so fast. I know. I've seen this man do like, <laughs> it's like a sip of like one, two, three ounces. And then he'll say, can I have another? And they say, yeah. And then 12 ounces are then gone. And do you think like, you could beat Alex in a chug? Absolutely not. Oh, I thought you were going 100%. <laughs> no, in. man. I honestly only like fucking man like woman up like yeah. that if i know that i can throw down like that and i have seen that man i would never disrespect I feel him like i could beat him in a chug and I would, i'm not even that good at i would never disrespect that man i seen you get beat also oh. for something else so you better come correct purely this time. in chugging though right i didn't get beat for something outside of chugging no you did not no oh, never okay. the chug it was the chugging thing right? sure yeah wait what are you talking about just the chugging. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, what else did I nothing. get whooped at? Uh, yeah, I, um, no, nothing. Like, I just saw yeah. uh, Tanner I, Tyler I, kick I you in the butt. I think it's maybe <laughs> one of the illegal um, supplier events we've talked around. Yeah, yeah. I was, well, no, we did before. the... Uh, we yeah, did. did you... I mean, I was so delicate, Alex. I didn't even use the IL word. Uh, you know, uh, we like to... You know, this is industry secret. Uh, I assumed you... Uh, I assumed you were talking about the... Uh, no, it the needs no name. Kick. Well, no, no, no. There was another event which I did get stomped on the chug, Ooh, which was at oh fuck, it was it was that bottle shop, and it was there. It was the kick the keg event with me and Tanner Tyler. Oh yeah. So it was, he is quite. He beat you, Shandy vs. Rattler. Damn, uh, so man. we did the event was it was a chug off. It was a two leg chug off. So it was me and my director of sales versus uh, Tanner Tyler and Gilberto. So mm, formidable opponent. Tanner beat me because it was me and Tanner first. He beat me, and then uh, it was my director of sales, Gary and Gilberto, and my boss whooped Gilberto on a on a delayed chug. So like he had to wait. So the winner got like ten minutes head start of the tap of the kick the keg event. So we got like mm-hmm. you know ten pints early or whatever. Um, <clears throat> but that voice that you're hearing, listener, is John C. Hello. Hey. <laughs> so yeah, we uh, <coughs> this is industry secrets, um, the podcast that is always introduced properly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> industry secrets pod at gmail.com is the email, and uh, yeah, just to get into it, uh, today we have John C from, well, I think currently uh, Phoenix Beer Co. Right? That's is that right. Phoenix mm-hmm. Beer Co. Mm-hmm. That's okay. right. I um, just want to make sure I had that correctly. Uh, I actually ran into Johnny earlier today. Uh, oh, shout out Johnny. Love, love that, that man. Johnny's rad. Shout out Johnny. He, he's so fun. I actually got him scheduled. Uh, I don't know if you saw that. Heck um, yeah. I haven't seen shit today. Yeah, a lot of people kind of get on me sometimes because they're like, hey, what the <laughs> fuck? You've had so-and-so on uh, so many times. I'm just getting on now. See the Orlando Martinez episode. Um, <laughs> but the honest truth is a lot of this just gets scheduled because we're standing around talking or I'm talking, obviously. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and it comes up, and I'm like, oh, hey, let's get you scheduled. And that's how it kind of works, as, as you're aware. Heck yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we got them scheduled in. and But this is about you, and um, you're joining us here today. But um, before we kind of jump into it, I, I usually like to do show notes off the air so we don't like sound like hacks and frauds. But basically, uh, we'll just chat a little bit about uh, your career in the industry, Um 
We'll ask you random questions about just your, and you can pull from any She'll part of your career. Yeah, we're all She'll friends here. I, I just, I mainly there's this wall where people think that I'm asking them about their current job all the time. And while it is always hilarious um, to have someone call out their current manager uh, next week's episode. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, this is last week's episode. Uh, is what you're talking about? Oh, because yeah. we're. Recording in the future. <laughs> yes. Um, Time travel yeah. yes. right here. Yeah. Correct. Um, but yeah, basically it would just be, uh, you can pull from any part of uh, your career and or experiences in, in our industry. And just life, right? Heck yeah. And, and, and just everything else. But Bobby kicks this podcast off, actually. So, so you, I'm going to let him do that. Johnsy actually asked me if she should listen to the podcast going blind. I'm like, you can do either, but it is kind of fun to go in blind because you never really know. So I'm going to actually do a... Uh, little spitfire question at you send um, it rapid fire this with, let's do it with liz lizberg yes uh, good friend of the pod so we'll see uh it's time so you got to beat her time <sighs> okay and oh. there's no passing she tried to pass there's no passing <sighs> yeah you could probably beat her if you just don't pass yeah. I mean, or, or, you tr- or try to pass twice <laughs> the arm wrestling <laughs> um are you ready yes i gotta set the timer Wait, what, uh, do I have any parameters? I just, what's my timer? It, I'm not going to tell you what time you have to beat, but it's all about beer. Heard. Send it. What is a CE? Case equivalent. How many CEs are in a half barrel? Seven. How many gallons are in a barrel? 20, uh, I'm so, 26. She's not looking. How many, fuck. How many, how many gallons, how many gallons, you can uh, swear. No, oh, uh, um, no, I, um, 31, uh, 31, 31. What is an on-prem account? Uh, it means that you can't, you have to drink everything, uh, in that establishment. What is the volume of a 16 ounce can? Huh? A uh, 16 <laughs> ounces. There you go. It's a trick question. What are the four main ingredients in beer? Water, yeast, barley, malt. Barley and malt, same thing. What uh, makes an IPA wait, an IPA? Fuck. Green. No, what do you, what um, do you, what do you, hops. There you go. What state does your brewery distribute to? Arizona. As an adult woman, have you ever shit your pants? No. You nailed it. <laughs> I was, I was actually kind of expecting a little, that was just so <laughs> hinged. <laughs> just, no. <laughs> She's like, need that you, one. Did you take a peek at the pod? <laughs> did you listen to an episode? No, I absolutely did not. Okay. But I have a friend. You're, you, you're the mode there, and then you were like, oh, I, I can't cuss. And I was like, oh, shit, this is going to be incredible as soon as he asks her the next question. Yeah. <laughs> no, I honestly, so true story, did not look up anything All with right. it. Because I respect that. If somebody's like going blind, it's better like going blind. If you, I come from a world where i like to rehearse for my things and like come in prepared and and if prepared is blind then i wanted to respect that space um but one of my girlfriends and i had a friend and she shared a story about shitting her pants and (laughs) i was like what in the actual fuck is wrong with you and she goes you get one every year and i was like i don't think we can be friends anymore that few huh (laughs) 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 all right okay whatever so it's kind of roughly how this podcast started. Uh, I was talking with Alex. <laughs> Assume nobody has shit their pants because that's not a thing people do, right? That's what babies do. That's why I ask as an adult, right? So, I mean, my kid's three. He shits his pants. That's standard. Uh, <laughs> so we're standing around 12 West and it, it comes up and I think it's probably anywhere from eight to 15 people. I don't know. I can't remember. Yeah, so, so long ago. 
and we're talking and like you know when you're in a big group of people and like but like it's kind of broken off in twos and threes of who's having conversations not yes. like everybody chatting in the middle and i mean alex are talking about it and he's like yeah, i shit my pants i'm like that's not a normal thing <laughs> at all. And he's like is. he's yeah. like yeah it is it certainly is yeah what's your vitamin intake like <laughs> Uh, it's actually pretty it's good. It's only consists of fire. Okay, listen, though. I'll tell you. A lot of psyllium husk. Yeah. <laughs> I will tell you one industry secret, though. Okay. Um, <laughs> St. Patty's Day, okay. I go to give some love to an account. It's 11 a.m. I go to, like, walk out and... I like reached down just as like men do. Like I was going to just like, I had like a quick like itch. And yeah. I, like, like. <laughs> this visual is incredible. <laughs> I know. But I was like, oh my God, that's my <laughs> vagina. <laughs> and my pants had split. No. <laughs> Holy shit. Okay. <laughs> hey. There's a vagina touching my nose. Hey, uh, what vagina is that? Who's hanging out down here? So I had, thank God, a hoodie and a like a long like shirt on because I still had an account call that I need to do because we are consummate professionals, mm-hmm. obviously. Yeah. No matter what day of the week it is. No matter what day of the week, no matter what happens on the personal end, yeah. like I don't want to hear about it. And so Even I... Even if you're just hanging out. Yeah. <laughs> I said, we're going to just tighten this up and pull this on down, pull that long sleeve shirt on down. I had a hoodie on and we that rocked that. And I had donuts for the staff because it was St. Patty's Day, obviously. Yep. And so I'm going in and make sure, sure that the staff is taken care of and charged up with all the good sugar and feel in love. So drop that off. But I said, hello, I cannot stay. <laughs> I am <laughs> I am having a wardrobe issue. And they're like, I couldn't tell. <laughs> like, well, if you reach between my legs, <laughs> you'll feel Surprise! my vagina. <laughs> <laughs> and so that was that. And so I checked, um, checked the areas around me it was early in the day nothing was really open and i said all right i'm gonna change my clothes and then head on to uh <laughs> yeah. get a couple more things done. that's right <laughs> head on to mill avenue with a closed crush yeah <laughs> okay the lady that i am that is truly phenomenal now <laughs> that's uh, a great story that is a great story <laughs> but um you know usually we get a. Uh, a pants shitting story. Um, <laughs> I know. I'm sorry that it no, was no, so much it, more it, docile. It, but <laughs> actually, I think there's something to salvage here because your friend told you a story. Would you like to tell us her story? Oh my gosh! <laughs> God, it was so long ago. It was. Um, it was involving hiking. She was like, oh, she's out on and a about hike. and hiking. Yeah, okay. and I had ran. Uh, so I used to be much more athletic than. Than the formidable beer opponent that you <laughs> yeah. see before you today, mm-hmm. uh, but I used to be a, a strong runner and and do a couple of different things like that. And I had had a gal that I ran with, and she was like, "Oh yeah, if you haven't shit your pants before running, like you're not a runner." And I just did not accept that premise. Okay. I would I would be in the exact same team. With you. <laughs> I mean, absolutely. I just, that just makes perfect sense to me. I disliked. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> I uh, did not like that premise. Mm-hmm. And she just kind of continued on with it and was like, yeah, hiking and this and this that. And I just found that to be um, now, hiking, a no-go for me. Hiking just seems like the one place you shouldn't be shitting your pants. No, because you're Because you can just shit anywhere. Right? Almost. Do you know what I mean, you guys? Like, it, it, it almost like, 
Um, uh, here's an industry secret. So when we did the uh, one of the cool ships, uh, I ended up getting like real uh, bubbly in the middle of the night and uh, yucky. I hate <clears throat> that term for that. Thank you though. <laughs> and and when we do the cool ship camps, we do it like we camp. Like there's no. Airbnb, yeah, no. we're intense. Yeah. So I'm having to like, it's A, intense, man. I yeah. don't want to, I want to put as few poop, poop, poop particles in the air as possible. <laughs> That's right. Because we're cool shipping. So you I'm walking, like a French person. I'm walking poop way, particles. I'm waking, I'm walking way off downwind and just, uh, uh, unpleasant. But, um, even though I had to make that trip several times and it was unpleasant every time, I was in the fucking woods outside so I didn't have to shit my pants. So yeah, it just no seems weird to me when you're that. like, hey, I'm out hiking. Correct. You could be on Camelback. That's a pretty busy mountain. And you can still step off and shit in a bush. Right. I feel like that's probably what she meant. Because I am a okay. cam- I am a camper. Like, right. I, this this gal, I mean, I it, it, this was 15 years ago at this point. And she was definitely just a Scottsdale gal that I think the version of... And no offense to the Scottsdale gals. The version of, of hiking to the Scottsdale that brings a whole new meaning like to Scottsdale Blonde. Right? Um, but I am <laughs> I am definitely a camper. A camper. So, uh, ironically, on the very first date that I ever went on uh, with my husband, we were going to Doll Baby. I was in the middle of a restaurant open, and so I said, I have one day off in 30 days. This is the day. If you wanted to, he was like, I, I want to do a hike. I said, it cannot be anything too strenuous that I could potentially injure myself or, like, it's too whatever. Well, you don't want a monster leg day before you got to go to work. Do you right? know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I work in heels for 14 hours a time yeah. at, at that time in my life. Like, I just, I want to just go and see the earth. Yep. And yep. we drive up to Payson, and pull up to a gas station and I say something like is there at some point I said did you, did you pack toilet paper because I did not and he said no and I was like cool no big deal we'll grab some totally so we go to a gas station out in Payson it's near the casino out there that we yep. later mm-hmm. spent our anniversary love that casino uh and we walk into this gas station I don't see any toilet paper at the time and so being the hiker I grab a bandana or two and you then just Went into their bathroom and take a toilet paper. No. Gas station toilet paper? That's weird. That's weird? I find that to be very weird. You just need a little bit of toilet paper just in case. Well, so I grabbed a bandana. I think that's more weird. I grabbed two of them. Okay. That sounds more weird. What? Alex, check your boy. Oh, There's I, so many people listening that like, Johnsy, you're wrong. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm on Bobby's gr- team. I grabbed two poor. things of <laughs> bandana. A bandana is a 99 cent multi-use reusable investment. First of all, and I, I want to be very clear. If you wipe shit with it, it is not multi-use. I want to be very clear. Well, it's different that's for girls why you grab two. If girls just got to take a piss on the hike. That's what right? I'm like, saying to you. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, then pay, you got a pissy I, I pay a premium for that's, that on the internet, Yo, you Bobby. Act like I'm you aware all have of never, the... like, what, hiked before. I do, but I just, like, piss and then shake and pants. That's Boom. the luxury that you have. It's nice being a guy. I'm so sorry to everyone who's listening to this podcast. And this has been number ones and number twos for, like, 20 minutes. But anyway, all that is to say... Uh, they could. I didn't think that there was toilet paper there, so I grabbed the two bandanas. Mm-hmm. He grabs the toilet paper and sees that and goes to check out and then goes, oh, do you still want to grab your bandanas? And I was like, on our first date, I was like, oh, 
No, never. Like, I don't want him to know that I was absolutely like, I know how to use these and make them last yeah. for a really long time. And <laughs> I can take like 15 to 16 pisses with these bandanas. No, man. Like, you like clean them and like dry them on the back of your back. Like, it's, yeah. it's, I am not the first person to create this, and there are multiple oh, I, yeah. sanitary ways to Technically, do this. Technically, you can, um, there's no way you can also, actually a charge a premium if you just put them in a Ziploc bag and sell them on the internet. It's just a little piece. Honestly, oh my god, and this was before OnlyFans. Oh shit, I can't have been Listen, if I didn't so have so many, many identifying only uh, tattoos on me, I would be all fucking over OnlyFans. You only should wear like some like... like covers, like some arm covers and then <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like a like yeah, a but, Seth but, Curry but I do like, have, like arm this sleeve? kind of like attempted yakuza bodysuit going on that's Here's like all over me, so it's I mean like lar- like to... long thermals, Alex. Hey, nobody cares With about something open. they don't know about OnlyFans. People are willing to pay because they know you and they're like, gotta see what that is. I right? think I think that you misunderstand how uh sometimes uh speaking of uh, questions on the pod, kinks and uh things like of that nature work, um men are driven by like just like parts and like seeing certain things and then like women are more about like in interested like relationship and like being more emotionally attached usually like you know that's why they like to like talk Listen, or whatever our pathways are different yes but i would but clearly be catering to a gay bear audience no way so obviously you so, could you could involve that whoa i don't i don't need to involve it it was just who i'd be catering to <laughs> Like, uh, He's I, like, I know my audience. I've hung I up. think you're minimizing I, how I, the straight men. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's, well, that, that's may, may, if straight men want to check out my OnlyFans, that's cool. But I've been in Charlie's enough times to know what my, my vibe is. Do you Here's have one? Do you have an OnlyFans? Uh, not currently. No. You need to set one up. It's all based around uh, the the intriguing factor, right? Like, if I was talking to any of the like, people that I come across in work and they're like, I have an OnlyFans, I'm like, I'm going to book one month of it. Because if you've got it, like, I got to see, even if I'm not, like, J and the D to it, like, Listen, I'm looking what like... What the fuck does that mean? Jack and dick. Oh, my God. <laughs> Bless. Uh, you know, like, but it's like, you want to know, right? You want to know? Bro, I am also a voyeur. It's fine. But... Don't... Like, I'd be like, I got to see. But and that's... I saw. All right. That also, was worth 12 bucks. I don't know All if right. normal's the word, but most... Society doesn't generally accept the notion that most people are like, yeah, I'll watch it. I'll watch it. Whatever. I like watching. Which is... Everyone likes to watch. It's fine. Yes. Maybe don't air this. No, we're airing it. And the the more you know, like, to your point, like, it's almost like with, like, the the rise of, like, the the micro-celebrity, right? Like, the more you kind of, like, know about someone's life and, like, the thing... Because, like, you're checking them out for a reason, whether it's because they play a game you like or they're... They're flicking their bean in a way right. that like makes you uh, turned right. on, or or they're just reviewing movies. Whatever it is, like they're they're drawing you in, and the more you get to know about their life, it almost it's like this replacement for friendship. It's a lot like how kind of like podcasts make you feel part of a conversation you're not really in. Uh, and I understand the I- irony of recording this. And well, I'm listening to weird time. this friendship part about flicking beans. <laughs> well, I just kind of threw that in. That's hilarious. Okay, so I I am with you in in a lot of. Uh, in a lot of these conversations, and I don't know what one to delve into first. Unpack um, where you'd also, like. Also, if we get camper. too far, you let us know. <laughs> oh, I will. I mean, you've met me, yeah. right? Like, I don't have any issue uh, creating my own boundaries. Yeah. So, But with that being said, me creating my own boundaries is also unpacking 
other people's boundaries of like mm-hmm. there is nothing wrong with me talking about sex on the on the no, there's yeah, nothing not wrong with mm-hmm. you know with this or or that i still think shitting your pants as an adult multiple times a year is is Weird. odd yeah you're right but is you're that, actually right with that. Hey, but no. like, uh, but that's no judgment. And like, <laughs> um, she didn't say it's weird. She said it's odd. It's it's, it's out odd of the norm. For, and you know what? Honestly, I should say like it is odd for me. Um, oh, but I, I'm sure that I'm, I'm sure I could probably leave in like six <laughs> months and like have have an have an experience and be like, Alex is the only the person that I can confess to right now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You know, so thank you for holding space for that. I appreciate that. Not, not, not a problem. <laughs> so, but I got to get back to this OnlyFans thing. Okay, so, uh, so all right, let's the, talk so about like, this. Let's do this. Like, so, so if some you're walking at a, if you're if you meet someone they're like you want to see my titties, and you're like, all right, and some guy's like you want to see my dick, oh, I'll, I'll fuck look what sure like yeah, totally. I go fuck. Okay, so like it didn't do anything. I'm like, okay, I saw that. That was interesting, and I'm over it. And and it's like. The more that it is made to be the one thing that curiosity is not available to be satiated makes it weird. The more that it, yes, the more you're not able to have an open conversation about it is weird. Pretending like women don't have sex, like drive, masturbate, like whatever, all of that I think is weird and it doesn't allow us to really assume our space and to hold like actual conversations. So um, voyeurism is great. (laughs) If everyone, honestly. We got the stamp. I do, I do because, so this is my thing with OnlyFans and any space in that is women have Sex work is something that should be appreciated. Sex work is something that should be um, monetized appropriately and Abs- pro- well, and protected. Absolutely. And these absolutely. these women and, and in the men exact opposite ways they are now. That's exactly right. These women and men have been forced <laughs> to be the strongest entrepreneurs. We want to give ourselves a pat on the back for running a podcast right now. These <laughs> men and women right now are running. Livelihoods. It's a, it's a business. They have to it start a, a business. Biz- they have to start a business. They start a brand. They keep their books. They keep their clients happy. Yep. Like we could all take a little look from them. Just slinging dick and like it's a job, right? Like it's, that's right. It's just uh, I actually used to know a dude who uh, did sex work in Scottsdale for a living, and uh, I always called him a uh, beef salesman because he's slinging meat. Um, but to your point, like in it, it's always like they they are the most resilient, resourceful That's right. business people because That's it's right. like and humans. It, it, it's it's great to make jokes, which I'm going to make a ton of about sex workers um, and just th- their empowerment for sure. Um, but truly, uh, you've got the thing you're willing to sell something people want, and for whatever fucking reason, our culture just will not. It, Capitalism will sell anything except the one thing everyone's willing to pay for. <laughs> so. Actually, I think, I think most people are okay with it. It's it's like a, a select few that they, have power. It's with, without would, slavery, you can't. I harvest, would harvest not it. not agree with you on. That. Oh, really? Yes. You think only a very small select group of people are okay with sex work and? I mean, I talk how I. Speak. Do you think the majority of people watch porn? Yes. So then, have you most talked, people would be okay have, with sex work? If they're watching porn. Why would you? I don't think that that is a, I don't think, the two are mutually exclusive. You think so? Yes. I think that people abuse sex workers. I don't think that they're okay with sex work. That's why they are hiding. 
Hmm. Yeah, we might not actually be able to air this. <laughs> oh, no, we're going to do it. I, um, I, I but, would 100% like to get into this. But this is... Um, okay, so I will ask you a question. Perfect. Shoot. Do you know anyone else who has said the same sentence that I have said openly about sex work? Do you know a single that. female that has talked about sex work at all? Say, Absolutely. I, I mean, I, I pretty okay. openly talk about it. Absolutely. Great. Yeah. Okay, wonderful. Because there are most people that I know that like, they're even confused about the term sex work and... And I think... What's well, taboo to talk about? It is taboo, and be which okay is it, right? so... It's just I like... Think that's exactly Jonesy's point. Is like, is like well, just, well why we're is comfortable it so, with it. It is yes, taboo. You and, got, yes, porn is talked about all the time. Sex work is not talked about all of the time. Yeah. Getting a stripper, going to a strip club, doing this, doing that. Like the enjoyment mm-hmm. from a consumer space is what is talked about all of the time. It's almost like our the zeitgeist work, just likes to be that's, edged rather than satisfied. Oh, damn it, Alex. I fucking can't unhear that. Sorry. <laughs> but, uh... Damn. But that's what I mean. Like, um, there is there is a space that makes me, like, viscerally... I am always very aware of it. I'm very aware of the consumer space of colloquial conversation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And no one speaks about sex workers' mm-hmm. rights, mm-hmm. women's rights, uh, consensual sex work, mm-hmm. um, anything <clears throat> like that. And that spans in between... Only fans to to you know sex clubs to S and M to mm-hmm. um, to prostitution which should be legalized Absolutely. and insurance mm-hmm. and 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 all of that yep. right so the reason I am I could not be more for the OnlyFans because of the power that it took oh, and absolutely. listen furthermore. It put um, the money in that person's pocket rather than that's exactly right. You saw so many younger people uh, able to like afford homes. Like so many stories of like, hey, I just bought a house with OnlyFans money, or I was able to like pay off my student debt, uh, or whatever the case that's may right. be with that. And uh, it's it's pretty incredible. I will, um, to your point, John C. Um, one of the most intense arguments I've ever got in with a friend of mine who I've been friends with for. Since I was in sixth grade, uh, we're still friends to this day, and uh, he's part of my old friend group, Bobby, you know. Um, the most intense argument we've ever got into was because I had casually in a conversation said something positive about sex work, mm. and it... You've been talking positively about it for a long time. Yeah, no, for sure. But I just had casually said something, and uh, <clears throat> and then he was like, well... And I was like, nope. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. it just nope. escalated fast, and... And isn't that and, interesting, the vitriol of somebody else who has never sex worked? A, a, absolutely. And um, it, the conversation... You've got a hell of a vocabulary. Yeah, this is my $14 <laughs> word do. podcast. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, but I feel, you know, he may not agree, but I feel that he's come more to understand what I was trying to say mm-hmm. in that moment. And that's why things have kind of moved on mm-hmm. and that we can agree because like I literally that. stopped talking to my own father because he's a racist. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And I met him when I was 26. So there's like a lot of daddy issues going on there, but I was still willing to walk away from a man. Mm. I mean, I guess he already abandoned me once, but literally just because he was a racist yeah. and like, I can't abide <laughs> behavior like that. And I never yeah. will from anybody, yeah. including my parents. Yeah. So, um, Again, just to your point, like while everything did work out with my friendship, and I and I feel that he's in a much better understanding of like what I was trying to say, rather than just like some talking point you've heard before, because it's like 
the 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 thing that really hung me up was he he, he just immediately was like, yeah, but what about teachers? And I'm like, what about teachers? Stop. stop. We're not talking about that. That's right. The what about fallacy is yeah. a literal yeah. fallacy. What aboutisms is just like, yeah, both things can be wrong or both things can it be right. It is a fallacious argument. And Two I'm happy things... to talk to you about teachers later. Yeah. 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 It's... That's the right aspect. It's like, wait, 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 what about teachers? And that, what the that, fuck that, about I mean, teachers? it's literally a, what, it's a fallacy is like, of yeah. argument. Yeah. Yeah, we can I, table that. So I, I, I called a false equivalency. Good and job. So that's what I said, and uh-huh. that's kind of where things started getting in. Is I was like, I don't want to keep circling back to this mm. stupid fucking point you're trying to make. And then I gave into it at one point. I was like, cool, let's just talk about your point for two seconds, and sure. then we'll just move on to everything else. And that's what kind of like really got things escalated. But again, just, you know, shout out homies and everything's fine now. But uh, again, I just, I do find it important that like, I don't know, just, I've always felt, I, I got a growth spurt late in life uh, after high school, actually. And um, so kind of give me this interesting perspective. Physical but or emotional? F- both. Because that, uh, right? Because I feel that. Both. Uh, <laughs> and, and, and I say every five years I become like this right. different person emotionally. But mm-hmm. I've always felt that like when I got big, um, I had a chip on my shoulder and I went and picked a bunch of fights and mm-hmm, did all that stuff. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. Like been, we've talked about it on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, but it took me a while, but the purpose of strength is to provide it to those who don't have it. Mm. Right. And now that I know that, mm. I can't go backwards. Mm. And so that's just what you got to do. That's right. And uh, unfortunately, uh, I'm just a giant asshole with a bunch of tattoos and that puts mm-hmm. people off. But. That also means that when some asshole says something racist or mm. misogynistic or um, shitty against sex workers, I mm. am duty bound. That's right. To say, actually, that's right. Kind of an asshole, uh, because I'm the one person you're probably not going to try to shout down or try to intimidate in the room, and someone has to say something. That's right. Because uh, it's. We've solved everything as a society except how to treat each other. So that's the part we need to start working on, right? Can I please let me just say that that is the just thank you that that is what I think can be asked as an advocate is when the opportunity presents itself and those are the hardest conversations to have are with your peers, with your family, with whatever. Um and I take that I also uh, in contrast, I'm okay for a second. In contrast, I am a um, most. I am a smaller, pleasant-looking female. I try to be. Oh, I'm certain that comes with all sorts of problems. Dressed, it sure as <laughs> shit does. Um, but I think it takes both of us to to, to mm-hmm. challenge our peers and to challenge well, and the thought process. Being a little so, fireball, like. You didn't get to meet Brooke walking in. Um, oh, but, but I've she's, met her she's yes. a fucking G. Like, she's she'll hard talk as hell for someone that weighs exactly. eighty pounds, yeah. and that's the dichotomy of if if we have the pair of us, mm-hmm. if we have that, that's the whole that's the whole point, right? Is it's, when something doesn't feel right, you say something, and it's those are my favorite type of females, right? Where like they catch a guy off guard because they're just like, oh, it's a small chick. <laughs> I'm going to say whatever I want. And then all of a sudden, they're like, fuck you. And then here's why. Boom, 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 boom. You're a douche. I uh, also, and then they're like, what the fuck? And I just like, because like, Brooks done it. And I just look at him like, didn't see that coming, did you? 
Totally. <laughs> you and, did, didn't even see it coming. And I'm just sitting there, like, not being, like, aggressive or anything. I'm just sitting back. I'm like, this is her battle, and she's going to win it. Watch. Watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and I just, uh, I also want to, I mean, I'm going to be more hated for saying this, and that's perfectly fine, but it's not just men. Sure. So sure. I will, there are more females that probably talk poorly about sex workers than males. Oh, honestly, um, I think women talk shit about women in a whole more. And I try to change men. that and what and whatever, so, but it's that internalized I, um, space. Yeah. So. so there's actually something I'd actually like to interject here real quick um, with the uh, women on women hate, which is, is very real. But um, what's not actually ever talked about very much is that it's, you're set up to fail. Right, like, yeah, like, can we talk about when, our success when, when we are pitted when, against another? When Seriously. you're in competition, right? Um, regardless, across sports or anything else, you'll use everything to your advantage. And a system built by men to drag Thank women you. down. Thank you. Will give you tools at every opportunity. Like, oh, she does sex work because the men say that's bad. I can hit her for that. Thank Those you. Those shorts are too short. My dad said that that's a slut. Thank you. I can hit him for that. And it just gives so many more arrows in a quiver that doesn't need to be full. Um, well, so, and, and on the vice versa of that, too, they dress, they dress down. Oh, they're ugly, right? Like, yeah. they don't try to sexualize their body. Mm-hmm. I can attack them for that. But mm-hmm. this is, but that is my point. And, 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 I am sorry if this like went into like a uh, uh, sad oh, space. Oh, don't worry. We're good. <laughs> like, brighten up, We're brighten good. up. The conversation always goes worse. He um, said sports. I'm going to transition soon enough. Yeah. Keep going. Okay. Keep going. Uh, literally, no worries. But um, that I, this is a very deep thing, and I think that because of the depthness of all of these issues, is literally why a lot of women are in beer. Right. Like that was kind of why I had this in the back of my mind of like Mm -hmm. why to talk about it, because I am in a position in life and I have been afforded a little bit of time to go to community college. Like I am not fully fucking uh, educated from university. I don't have my master's in something. Mm -hmm. I have, you know, done industry for whatever. But I love to sit and talk about other people and hear what they have to say and to actually connect. And connecting is my number one thing that I like to do. And okay. I have done that on a multitude of different layers. The people who taught me my thoughts on feminism and why I am how I am are sex workers. Like my level of development started here and then it went here and then it went mm-hmm. here and then it went here. But at a certain point, I got five levels up and everyone edifies me in a different way and they no longer, and these same individuals who edify me no longer edify sex workers. They no longer edify bartenders. They no longer edify servers. They no longer edify the individuals who literally developed me, whose shoulders I stand on, who Mm -hmm. taught me this. And that is where I don't care if I am on salary. I don't care what big wig is in the room. I Mm -hmm. will speak that out into the world that's fucking rad because that yep. is an absolute disrespect from the seat that i fucking sit on to let somebody say stripper that i sell beer for a living and the matter of places that are strip clubs that people say things mm-hmm. about because it is a quote account mm-hmm. like we act like this is an anomaly it's not an anomaly there are bars there are whatever and what i get to hear about these places i will not stand for 
Hell yeah. Because I could never look another individual in the eye who allowed me to make the fucking money that I make, yep. which check me is less than what they make. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like these are the people who taught me power. These are the people who taught me voice and I will never disrespect them mm-hmm. or that legacy. Um, and that also goes from like strippers come from queer legacy and drag queen legacies, mm-hmm. which is why homophobia is so fucking unacceptable and mm-hmm. why drag queen shit like, and we also sell beer to a lot of drag bars yeah, absolutely, and the yeah. amount of like the amount of actual respect and homage that I want to come mm-hmm. to is so genuine that somebody will look at me and I am a straight white woman, straight by woman married to a man. So I, I, my vacillation is very minimal in the space. This is a space that I show up in, right? Mm-hmm. But my advocacy needs to be full out. And I have a seat at a table. I'm the only woman who works at a brewery. I am one of very few people who works for one of the largest distributors in the entire country. If my voice remains quiet, then I do literally no good for yep. all of the women who come after me. And so I cannot preach like i am women in beer well you don't get to only if just you don't be do it, like you, you've been given this opportunity to speak that's and if you don't use it it's just as bad as talking against it right like that's right you're seeing something silence negative, is betrayal spot on spot and it's and a lot of people find it's very hard to speak up well until you get burned you're gonna and like burn for not speaking up that's kind of how a lot of people learn Hey, I didn't say something then because I was I was a little worried or I didn't want to lose my job or this shit. And then all of a sudden you go through little opportunities in life. You're like, you know what? I regret that I didn't say anything or it kind of bit me in the ass that I didn't say anything. Uh, fuck everyone. I stand by my beliefs. You know, and it's not even it's not even a fuck everyone. It is. I think that I'm also afforded a very unique um, life experience where I had had personal chaos in 2017 and 18 then i took on a corporate job and worked 100 hours a week for two years in a row and then and then COVID happened Mm -hmm. and life happened in a space and it challenged everything and thank goodness i didn't have a hundred percent external locus of control where like my job title was literally my entire value Mm -hmm. where I was like in a relationship that I didn't want to be in anything like that. It just changed everything and no one felt in control and what a level playing field that was. I have never experienced something energetically, spiritually, professionally, personally, physically, anything like that. It was powerful. Hell yeah. It was powerful. I was on a phone call where we laid off 1,200 people. And then Jeez. 24 hours later, I am one of 12 people on a phone call trying to salvage all the oh, company yeah. to save all 1,200 people's jobs. Like, yep. I don't, I don't, I, I think I have blackout. I don't even know. You just, you just show up, right? Yep. And that, sometimes I think like what, what we have as people to show up, sometimes when somebody says something, unkind or off color or whatever and we feel like we can't say anything i have to remind ourselves like i have shown up in literally all fuck of places of like no i can 
say something and my mom might be mad at me for 72 hours or my Mm -hmm. mom might feel uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. But it changed that way that I am able to show up for others. It's It changed the way that I can walk through the world. It changed what I thought of like, do I take a risk? Do I delve into this? Do I say yes Absolutely. to something that I am uncertain of? All of us who are trying to do new things. We, you know, we had seven minutes of sound trouble. Who fucking cares? <laughs> hey, don't give away our secrets. <laughs> that's, but that's, people, know, know. people don't start things yeah. because they think we're perfect. Sure. Leadership. Sure. Is well, and also, a lot of people just assume most people are perfect. Like their lives are just perfect. Right. Everything is smooth sailing. Like they don't see all the behind the scenes, how you're feeling, how right. other people the are feeling. The industry yeah. secret is is that leadership is submission to duty. Like you said, you just show up and then you show up again, you show up again, 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 and then you're just doing it, right? That's why at its core, leadership is service. Mm. It's, it's duty to others and it's submission to service. Like to lead others, you truly have to just like, I tried to tell Liz and Jake, um, and anyone who's ever worked for me, I'm here to alleviate your burden. Mm. I sit in a position of privilege because of you. Let me right. help you accomplish your goals right. because the goals I've given you are my goals. So please let me help you. And if you take that even out of a workspace, <clears throat> I was a huge fan of uh, Sun Tzu as a child, not to be pretentious or anything like that, but... What it's done to me is like when reading war tactics into business, when I went into corporate business, I pulled those tactics out and brought them back in my community, right? And so now it's time to kind of like deploy it in a different way. Mm. And so when, you know, <laughs> I get a lot of flack for this, but like recently uh, my HOA just was like, hey, we need board members. And I was like, I do not have the time or the desire to do any of this. Did you show up, though? somebody has to. Wow. Because if not, things in my neighborhood are not going to get better. And I have experience sitting on boards. Dude, you're like Batman for your HOA. I I have experience sitting on boards. I know how it operates. And I know know the flaws I see and potential solutions to offer. And if I don't show up and offer those solutions, I don't know that anyone else will. And all I can do is show up, offer those solutions in my time, and go from there yep and um i think all of that's driven from a place where again i just i don't know if i'm always trying to convince myself but i know it's true like to serve others is the best way to lead and it's so far worked out for me that's how leaders should be right like exactly what you said about your crew below you whether it's your company or your community or whatever it is has this common goal and then there's people in place that have been established enough or uh, just done it enough where they've learned, hey, this is the goal. These are the ways I see to get to that goal fastest. And then you disperse mm-hmm. that down. But then it's it's not just putting it on someone else. It's how do I make sure that the people ground level have the best tools and resources to get that job done. To truly develop. To get all the way to the top, right? And well, the truth is, is if the bottom falls out, you're going to be doing their job. Oh, yeah. So you need to have yourself set up for D-Day. Yeah. And maybe that's the selfish way of thinking about it. And, and maybe it's just a logical explanation to help other people get there. But, like, it's absolutely correct. But before I forget, there's something I want to say. Um, 
I don't want to interrupt you. You were you were very powerful in the moment. She talks with passion. I love her. No, 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 no. And I really just want to let it go for a minute. Most people don't. Uh, and it was it was very rewarding um, for us for sure. Um, it's a however, desirable trait. When you when you were when you were saying all of that, um, it reminded me of an interaction I'd had in the last couple of years, and uh, it was post quarantine. <clears throat> I'll say that, and uh, just another, you know, I will be kind and call them a peer. Love that. Yeah, because much like Barbara Streisand, I don't have peers. <laughs> like Meryl <laughs> Streep. Um, so a peer was talking to me, and they were just like, "Man, if you." Notice how much hotter beer chicks have gotten. <laughs> so hold on, this was. Why don't they just, say that about the guys? And I, and, did you fucking slacking? And I looked at him, and I was like, I think they're just getting less afraid of us. And just kind of looked at him. Interesting. And he's like, "What?" And I was like, "Yeah, they're not afraid to talk back anymore. It's not that they're getting hotter. It's just that they're coming out of the woodwork because they're not scared anymore." So there's just more of them, and you're just noticing a, you know, a mean, if you will. Interesting. To bring a math term in. And he didn't know what to do with all that. No. <laughs> and I was just like, um, beer chicks have always been my favorite uh, kind of like uh, badass kind of like, you know, I was raised by women in a matriarchy mm-hmm, and a mm-hmm, native family. Mm-hmm. Uh, my grandma um, died in my mother's home, right? So um, it's... I remember when there were three beer chicks in this industry. Yep. And I remember, like, we, like, uh, I forget what they were called. It wasn't anything derogatory. It was just, it was, like, a cute, like, beer chick, like, trio name or something like that. Yeah. And um, and now it just, there's more and more and more. Yeah. And it's because there's, and what's actually kind of ironic, and kind of the other thing I wanted to say is that <laughs> I hear a lot of people, people, not gendered, uh, say a lot of shitty things about like safe space meetings and stuff like that. But it's like the entire purpose of being able to like come together and just like vent and get something off your chest. Isn't that like, I feel necessarily even unsafe and that might be the case, but it's like that I can just say it in a room full of people who have like socially agreed to not Mm -hmm. throw shade at me for Mm -hmm. expressing my Mm -hmm. feelings. And that itself is, is power. And these things are giving women opportunities to discuss things like mm-hmm. Billy McGovern. Get your ass on this podcast. Um, she's hey, one of my shout out. Shout out, Billy. Uh, Poker she, in the she, next time I love her. She is one of I my love. favorite. She needs to get on she's afraid. Well, no, she just knows she's that uh, she. I've I've she's talked afraid. to her. When, when she's, she don't when talk she's, to about her like that. When she sunsets her, her career, don't she talk said about. She's don't do not These do not say this. Her words. I don't mean well, no. to interrupt you, Alex. I literally <laughs> cannot sit her and sit here and let you no, say that though without her defending words. her. That's she fine. I didn't it. know that those were her words, but I no. <laughs> I love but her she's to death. a fucking gangster. Probably one of my favorite people in the industry. She said this to me because I was trying so hard. Because she also has a brand. We will revisit. She has a brand that is. So I She's talked amazing. to Billy mm-hmm. just yesterday mm-hmm. about this, about this just yesterday. And, and and what we both agreed on was to get the most genuine version of what we want um, and for her to express herself in a way that she wants is that we will record the day she sunsets her career in this industry because <laughs> she's going to burn it down. That's and so, hilarious. stay tuned, everyone. <laughs> I love this because I thought about it today. I was getting on the 101 at Shea, and I thought about this, and I was like, 
what am I doing? Am I <laughs> am I committing career suicide? No, am I no. am I unprepared? Am I would and then I thought about um, we wouldn't do that to you. So Jennifer Aniston never did Howard Stern. Courtney Cox was on and and he was like, how come? Oh. Sorry, that's my phone. And it wasn't my bear. Don't worry. And uh, she was like, she's scared. Like she just has, she has a different personality that no one else gets to see. Yeah. Which we did later in movies, which honestly. On her own terms. Which is, which is great. Like when uh, Horrible horrible Bosses. bosses. That's my shit. That was her. That's my shit. I I remember. Yeah. Obviously, I'm of the right age and kind of like appropriate. I, I always say this because like I'm into Britney Spears too, and I'm like, yeah, I am. We're the, appropriate. I'm a year younger than her. It's Literally, appropriate. We are appropriate. So she's I, a gorgeous uh, woman. No, no, for sure. Um, but we're it, age it, appropriate. Yeah, and I've always been. I've always oh, been. In, I've always been Wait, into Jennifer. Tight. We're older. I am allowed to think anybody is attractive or unattractive. That's correct. That is correct. regardless of age. Send it. Yeah, that is also incorrect. <laughs> that is incorrect. What's incorrect? You are not allowed to. Oh, find yeah. a Wait, child attractive. Like, obviously, obviously. I just want to. Well, All right, Jesus. I, clarity. Jesus. I, I have a you child. Know how they come. I got a child. I'm not a fucking so, creep. I didn't so make a child blessers. to be like, damn, he's looking okay, cute today. Okay, Bobby, Fuck. literally. Fuck, one second. I got a kid. In fact, most child molesters have children. That they molest. Get the fuck out of here! <laughs> Literally, <laughs> no, honestly, no, guys, turn that can't it. Be okay, literally, um, right, it's probably yeah. true. Yeah, yeah. Well, but we'll put that. a pin in that one. Put it, yeah. and no pin. They can just no get pin. fucked. <laughs> yeah. And oh, um, oh, yeah. I meant I was talking more or less about like the, the pin in the conversation. Yeah, yeah the pin victimization in the conversation. of. Yes. Um, yeah, no, don't right, stop Jennifer, adding Jennifer weird Anderson's shit. I, that wasn't weird. <laughs> I have a kid. Um, I do want to say that you brought us some presents. I busted one out kind of in the middle here, and I've been. Thanks for sharing. Listen, uh, I'm the king of the north, so I don't know what the fuck you're doing with this name. So, uh, (laughs) uh, listen, if if it's a yes, if it's a if it's a shout out, then it's definitely appreciated. Uh, I kid. Uh, The north is beautiful. Shout out to uh, the White Mountain King who is hosting us. Ooh, hey now, Uh, this beer is killer. I like it a lot. Actually, it was um, our top performer at the GABF. A very strong performer. Did said. you? Yeah. You guys have this over Vanilla Gorilla, right? We do. I this just, is. I yeah. was just drinking it. Yeah, this is a uh, DDH, and uh, if you're nasty, that's double dry hop. Nick <laughs> uh, <laughs> nasty. Uh, hazy Nick IPA, nasty. and uh, famously not a fan of hazies, especially on this podcast. Talk about it a lot. Um, this beer is very good. It's very drinkable, and uh, the thing that. Two things upset me about hazies is uh, the more opaque they are, mm. the more I just want to be like, quit trying to sell me diarrhea. Sure. And secondly is just the attempt to... Hazies kind of, in my opinion, went from like this thing that we were doing where we were like showcasing a different hop approach and in yeast. the boil mm-hmm. more to like... Um, so I'm going to use an allegory real quick. So I'm going to back up. When I was bartending during my tenure, uh, it was all about like using um, multiple ingredients to cover up the taste of ethanol. Sure. I was working a lot with like three olives vodka. Yeah, we were, yeah, yeah, we were, yeah, yeah, we yeah. Scooby snacks. Yes. yes. Lemon drops. That was my you era. Cream it up. That was, Absolutely. That was my era. Cream right? it up. Sweeten it up. But yep. now we're in an era where people are like, let's take the fucking flavors of all these incredible mm-hmm. herbal, you know, different styles of things and like make incredible you know, uh, concoctions. Mm-hmm. And so I feel that's how Hazy's actually started. Uh, the very first New England IPA I had, I was <clears throat> in Philadelphia, uh, born and raised. No, just kidding. In yeah. Just I'm an out. Arizona native. But, yeah. uh, so second, second story, 
Second story brewing. Is it West Philadelphia you're from? Honestly. So, so, Born uh, and raised. But on a st- playground, though. Oh. It's where we spent most of his days. Anyway. Listen. Let's go. I'm just going to. I'm going to cut this off. <laughs> continue. Will Smack. Literally, no, no, no. We're not talking about that. We'll we're not talking about that. I once sang that entire rap in my science class for extra credit. Me, uh, I'm I, always so tempted. I to... did a performance uh, on that for Earth Day. Shout out Earth Day. It is Earth Day. In Coming sixth out Earth grade. Today. And we made. Is today Earth Day? It is. Oh, we're brewing a collab today for it. We. <laughs> Coming up. I created, a, I created a hip hop rap. Let's hear it. Uh, I don't. My face was painted all white and like you anyway. Like a, uh, <laughs> what is it? Is, is it a gosha? A geisha. Yeah. Geisha. I was close. I was pretty close. Gosha? I was close. I know, I'm sorry. Give I don't know why I conned on you. Oh I know, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Gosha, a if I was like I was in my own you'd be like, you're an idiot. I was in my own shame of being in a sixth grader with like having like white face paint and all the cool kids were like they were Seriously? in black paint. Oh my god! <laughs> I would have knifed the them cool back kids then. It's fine. I would have knifed them um, back then. <laughs> so, so I, wait, go on. Second story um, <laughs> was the very first New England IPA I ever had, and okay. it, was, it was like right when the trend was kind of coming out. I was actually with Andrew Bauman at Second Story yeah. Brewing Company in Philadelphia, randomly. And uh, they had done a collab with uh, Tired Hands, and we had just hired one of their brewers. And so I was like, cool, uh, I'll try this one. Just, you know, there's some familiarity here. I'll drink it. And my plan was is to kind of just drink through the menu as I do. And you've hung out with me. You know, I can drink a few beers. Um, I mean, not that I've <laughs> ever seen. So, and, and I'm like, all right, I'll just drink through this menu and then we'll get out of here. <laughs> and uh, I have 13 uh, Hoppy Balboas. Uh, which is their New England style IPA. Incredible beer. Like juicy hops, late boil edition, like the whole run of the mill. So now, I guess to kind of like bring the uh, previous point back, is uh, I feel now a lot of hazy IPAs are just brewers trying to hit a specific aesthetic while also covering up the taste of bitter hops, Mm. which is... What I think hazy IPAs have kind of become associated with, which is that, like, you know, West Coast are about like this showing off of like how bitterness and like malt can mm. kind of like dance and mm-hmm. like have this like great relationship That's right. of taste and flavor two-step. inside your mouth. And, yeah. You know, the first time you try it, it's not great, much like Turkish Delight or coffee. But or, it's a three sipper. Yeah. And, 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 and it's great. And just to kind of circle back to this beer specifically, North Rim Hazy IPA. Is that it still like has hops that mm. kind of shine through and like are part of like the juicy profile rather than just this attempt to cover it up with like uh, either flour to make it hazy and a yeah. bunch of other stuff like boiled oats and other stuff yeah. that brewers do. But this is a good beer. Thank you, I appreciate um, that because honestly, this is this is one that we um, financially. Right, it doesn't necessarily behoove us all of the time to do that. My number one selling beer is that, and we isn't it weird? We refuse to make that sacrifice. Mm-hmm. These beers they That's get right. so much more expensive. Yeah, it should that, go the other way, and it, it should, but yes. it like, does not. It's like five barrels, not too bad. All of a sudden, you're like twenty barrels, not too bad. Thirty barrels is like, ugh. Yep. and then all of a sudden, you're like. I have to get to a hundred barrel batches for these to make sense. And we just brought in our eighty barrel tank, and that got delivered. Shout out last Wednesday. We shout out. I am so excited. Oh my goodness! 
uh, 11 and a half months that sat on a mm-hmm. ship and, and worked to get to us. So we were so excited. But uh, I just I do just want to edify What are you guys the putting group. in that thing? Lager? I mean, it just got delivered and we just set it up. So What's the next the first one, that, going in there? I think it's going to be IPA because we okay. need to hit. Makes sense. We, well, yeah, we have so many off-premise. Yep. We have so many off-premise accounts and new accounts that we have gotten with movie theaters and um, different different spots around the valley that we're so grateful to have and we're so honored to have. And we want to be able to show up for them. is a nightmare. Literally. Everyone always is like, oh, it's a great problem to have. Nope, it's no, not. It's it makes me literally not. throw up when I see my emails. That's yeah, the worst. So, I, uh, um, yeah, I, it's the actual. It's a great quote. If, it's a great problem to if you have a problem, have, it's a problem you want. Totally. Because you're desirable. Hey, listen. Totally. I, I ran out of stock issues job, with... Fuck that. Ooh, totally. As yeah. a sales rep, I want to make sure that I always show up. And so I'm so grateful that I have a team that I'm able to do that with and, and all of that. And that we're all just like working to show up. On that note, I'm great. I'm so grateful that I have brewers that are like, make this a dope is product. the best recipe. Mm-hmm. And then we can have a conversation about something later. Mm-hmm. But I love that like... That that's the biggest problem that I have. It's it's so great. Imagine and, if your brewers brewed dog shit. Do you know trying to sell it? It's I no won't. matter how much people. Well, yeah. First off, but no matter how much people love you, selling that product is so much harder because it's regularly pulling favors. You're trying to get it in all the right places, and they don't need it. It's we can be great at our job because of our brewers. Totally, and pe- that's why. Totally, and they can be great at their jobs because of us exactly and that's that is that it's a symbiotic relationship and for and i've experienced both of these issues because like so i used to so if you ever want any advice i ran out of stocks with ccd for like five years while we tried to get our shit together so I've, i've dealt with a lot of things but also like it just i'm very honest about this a lot of times like grand canyon just had a shit quality problem for like three years Mm -hmm. and i had to go and like Take that Carl Strauss, like a lot of great sales teams have sold a lot of shitty beer and just had to eat shit for years. And it was not the most pleasant thing that's ever happened. And, uh, but my resilience, back to your point, how it's symbiotic, allowed us to maintain what we needed to so we could hire better brewers, Mm -hmm. buy better equipment. Mm -hmm. And quality has now become the forefront of everything we do. And now we can afford. Yep. To never make those mistakes again. But, you know, there was a time when we were building the production facility and my partner was like, I need to know that you're going to see this through. Because, like, yeah, we can, we, can, we can burn through as many brewers as we want, but if someone's not out there, like, just even, even if you know it's not our best effort, like, we still got to fucking try, right? And this is the, this is part of, I think, the thing that I'm most grateful to have in my... Um, my quiver of arrows. Yeah. My tool uh, chest. Yeah. My little tool chest is not only have I been on the bartending side of it, right? The serving side of it, the bartending side of it, the buying side of it, but I was on the corporates, the corporate buying side of it where I also saw where things needed to make sense and where issues with like seasonal handles come up or with issues in availability and like, I think that's been my greatest gift to come into sales, quote, new, right? Like I am, mm-hmm. I just completed my first year of sales. Well, beer sales is different than all other sales. sales. And all so I different. know, it's definitely yeah, different than textile for, for years, sure. Right? Like I have sold to the consumer, to mm-hmm. the guest. 
for 15 years. But have you ever years. sold towels to a restaurant? Uh, fucking So textiles. Works. So uh, I, I, I used to. <laughs> so same thing. Like I, I grew up in restaurants, right? So I always have this like beer sales and restaurant sales yeah. kind of thing. And I hired a previous textile salesman. Shout out, Craig. You gave me some amazing time. Hey. Uh, he, he was also the oldest salesperson I've ever hired and uh, uh, had to kind of like slow things down because this, this life is hard, uh, especially on older bodies. <laughs> um, but that dude was used to selling like fucking labels to a to a logistics company. Like, yeah. He's like, I got to sell shit to companies that need me but do not want to talk to me. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I show up and people are like, Hey, what you got? <laughs> like, Seriously. Honestly. I, I was like, sometimes like I'm in, oh God, I, I think I've talked about it on this podcast before. Um, I, I've, my wife has always respected my resourcefulness to like take care of my family. And it's always been a pride point. My work ethic's always been a pride point yeah. for me. And so one of the very first sales jobs I ever took uh, was commission only, super scammy. And uh, second day, I walked out at lunch, like, and it was one of the hardest things I've ever had to fucking do. But like, I, I, the first day, I spent 30, 40 minutes out at lunch just listening to all the fucking old timers like right. talk and chat yeah. at the picnic table. Yeah, and I think about that. Yeah, a lot. That's right. And just like dudes talking about like. Oh, you know, like I was selling these like screwdrivers and, you know, they weren't worth a shit, but like, you know, I'm getting them in and just like this dude who sold like screwdriver sets and like just these dudes who have like been in this like weird like version of like using sales where sales thing they're using i I took advantage of this guy and got you guys are addicts and you have less character than most and they're jumping job to job to job to job and like i just i remember all that you're an ego addict and then like somebody to think that you're important and and i'm like like and and that's and that's wild as shit but like if you just show up to a place and they're like let me see your wares, Skyjit. <laughs> you know, like okay, let me let me roll them out here. Um, that was a Skyrim reference. It wasn't like a racial term for clarity. Uh, <laughs> but um, when you roll into an account and they're like, "Hey, what do you got?" versus like, "Hey, man, can you not kick me out of your restaurant right this second in front of everyone mm-hmm. and just give me five minutes of your time?" Mm-hmm. And so I, I uh, that's how I enter the market every day is like, cause I've had to like, kind of like experience that like weird sales where it's like, God, and I don't even, I couldn't, I honestly, I'll, I'll try to explain what I was selling, but I still don't even know. Cause I was only there a fucking day and a half. But I basically, I think we were selling like, you know how like they do the Amazon. Oh, a lot of podcasts used to do it when the internet was different, but where they have like the Amazon banner on their website mm-hmm. and then you click it and then Amazon gives them a kickback. Yeah, and, yeah, 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 yeah. So I think I was selling that. I think I was selling website redirection like investments where you would just like, yeah, I can get you like five websites for retail sales and like two for like whatever. And basically the idea is is that they would, I think, traffic from their whatever to like, and that that's how they would make money. Yeah, and it's a money and I'm trying to And I'm trying to sell this to people and, and then, you know, you click it and they're like, hello? <laughs> mostly confused like hi i'm alex with i i don't couldn't even tell you yeah uh i'm like literally reading a script off a huge laminate like so many red flags right and that's um that's that money grab space (laughs) and now so many people are um not only just like 
exposed to that, but used to that. And so it makes sales, I think, that much Here's one of the biggest tricks to, uh, if you're unsure whether your sales job is a scam or not, (laughs) do the owners use the product? Oh, facts. Do your managers use the product? Facts. Right? I bet if you went to the owners or managers there and be like, Where's your clickables on your website? Literally. They're like, I don't fucking use that shit. Like, yeah, what are you talking about? That shit's a scam. Yeah, yeah, go. Are you sure? Yeah. Yeah. We'll no. just fill some air. Yeah. All good. All good in the hood. Plus, it'll give us a chance to kind of recalibrate. Um, Do you pause? Getting into the podcast a little bit. I didn't pause. Collaborate and listen. <laughs> uh, Hammer time. Yeah, we did. <laughs> I don't know what we're doing. <laughs> Vanilla Ice, Ice Baby. Dun, dun, dun. It's Queen. No, no. <laughs> That's Dun 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 London. And I'm Dun 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 London. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, <laughs> that was straight up. That, says, that was his actual argument. Mm-hmm. Um, but hey, while we have what a argument second, are you while have our guest otherwise? is, uh, you know, doing the thing our podcast is about. Um, She's doing some Let's secrets. also talk about something socially relevant and okay. podcast relevant. Amber Heard shitting on Johnny Depp's bed. Did she? In court, it was revealed and confirmed that in some sort of retaliation effort or fight, uh, maybe she, that was Johnny's she, thing. She, uh, he, he was pretty clear that it wasn't. Oh, uh, so well, you never know unless you ask. Well, it's a, it's just been on some barley wine forums as a <laughs> meme, which like, is pretty funny. Oh, I thought this was what you were into. I thought you just liked it when I shit the bed. All right, so now that uh, <laughs> now that we're ready oh, hey, to. There you are. Uh, <laughs> Hello. Now that I've got a chance to segue. Yes, sir. Because um, uh, I'm not good at transitions. I just abrupt and go. Uh, sons in five? Oh, shit balls. Uh, yeah, let's Arizona talk about that. Arizona will always break your heart. Uh, don't. I don't. Don't I mean, life into that. Don't, they look, were so am, good last year. I am even not winning. Oh, I'm were... predicting uh, sports on this podcast. So if you would like me to put a nail in their coffin right now, I will. Alex, I would love you to bite your tongue and... uh, You could say mean things to him, you dummy. Uh, Five? (laughs) Yeah, you guy. Suns and five? Pelicans played strong. There's a Suns game tonight. Listen, Arizona needs Don't embarrass you or me by telling me that the Suns game is tonight. Would I know that Suns game is tonight? I'm not embarrassed. <laughs> um, Aren't you though? <laughs> uh, okay, Suns and five. Suns and five. Sons I would like five? to say Holy four. Shit, this I city honestly, needs it. I have them sweeping. Um, oh, you yeah, man. Okay, so like, no, so you, listen. You, actually, they are the best performing team in the NBA right now. Yo, man, There's if no you doubt. guys want to talk actual sports, we can talk actual sports, but like... Oh, I hate to, but I actually know a lot about it, so we can. And Bobby loves to. I've gotten quite a few He's things He's quite wrong. the degenerate gambler, so... I love uh, gambling. Yeah, he does. I meant to bring you a 20 laminated today, which I didn't do. <laughs> I have so... My, my mind is like a thought. My I mouth lost just feels 20, like so full was. of like so many thoughts and things. I feel like I'm like silent, and then I just don't know what to say. Because uh, I have so many thoughts. Just start with whatever's I on top. I just need some strong, hard opinions on how far the Suns are going to get and how hard they're going to win. Yo, man, the Suns are the best team in the NBA. They're better like, than some teams the in other sports. that statement has ever also been true. Facts. Okay. <laughs> so I will never, like, I... They, they really are. I right am... Now. I am so grateful to be able to assume this space right now. I have been a Suns fan my entire life, and it has been 
uh, very painful. The 19 year, the 19 win season was uh, an ultimate low point. That was very oh. difficult. And to go from that to the bubble to going to the finals. Do you ever waver on that that year? 19 wins. You're like, maybe I chose the wrong team. No. Oh my god. That's You're too strong. Deep. I love Who it. thinks that? I love it. Tons of people. Uh, psychopaths. No, no, no. People it, that I cannot trust. Sports merchandising Yo, sales work. It's just it's sports lots people. Of people. Like, you guys, you guys this is team. why I am how I am, though. This is why I am unlikable to a lot the of Phoenix different Suns? people. No, me. No. <laughs> Are you saying ultra likable? Is that what you said? No, unlikable. Ultra likable. I can be likable to people if You're I like acquiesce to, to. I am. Oh. Only to. I mean, not to the masses. If I get into my actual like space and somebody doesn't like it, then they can get fucked. Oh, not get yeah. fucked, but like then they no, then, no, no, like, no, 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 then no. like they I am just unlikable. They get like fucked. then you can just not like me. But they and get that fucked. is yeah. okay. Like and then I you're I see yeah. how I can be yeah, unlikable. I'm, you're right. They get um fucked. I absolutely can see that and I yeah. hold space for those people. Like I'm fucking intense. I am Yeah, I hold space where they can get fucked. Yeah, like right, like I am. Uh, um, for, for for all in for all things in life, I am a social advocate. I am a an advocate all across. As far as the, Minus s- the my Pelicans teams this week, but my teams, <laughs> it makes me try. I switch from being like <laughs> I become very tribal. I do in that space. But it's also because it, it, that's a, it affects that's a very Arizona. Way to do it, though. That's a healthy way to do it where you're like, it's passion. this sports team is important to me, but race isn't. <laughs> right? That's a healthy space to be in where like... Or race tri- is important to me no, and well, race, well, race well, equity well, is important well, hold, hold to me. Hold on. What I mean by yeah, that is, yeah. is that yeah. it literally shouldn't be important to anybody. Yeah. Uh, as far as like tribalism goes. Yes. Right? Yes, yes, yes. a yes, healthy yes. space to exercise that is like... This team yes. represents my community. It, it has like yes. all these different things. Like tribalism is, is is a dangerous tool that has led to a lot of things that we don't have time to like uh, yes. sidebar right now. But um, I have always believed that sports is like one of the healthiest outlets for that. I Thank come, you, Alex. I come from a town that has a Friday Night Lights culture. Yes. Like I straight up come from a town where football is worshipped like a god. And uh, I actually am not mad about it. Uh, it's, it's Did a, you go to fads? For the Suns game? I did go to Thad's. I missed yeah. it. I and so, I, and, and and I will tell you a couple different things if we've got time. You were like worried T4 about I going Thad. Anyway. Yo, okay. So, I mean, Bobby was. You're an ultra fan. I am an I, ultra I'm fan. And I, I like it. I like to be myself. Yeah. Right? I think, I think that that's kind of the biggest issue for me is like, I put myself on stage all of the time. I am always very likable, very acquiescing, very jovial, very high energy, mm-hmm. all of this, right? And so if for me, if I, my teams, me watching sports, it is the literal one thing in life that I love. Hell yeah. I don't fucking like it. I don't kind of am into it. Like, oh, I'll catch a game if it's on. Like, I am saying no to your fucking <laughs> wedding. Yeah. Because we are in the playoffs, the or it's, Suns are in the finals. Yeah, man. Oh, not even like my chest hurts saying that. <laughs> um, yeah. So like, so after this, I'm leaving a family dinner, and we're going tonight. And I sent a family message, and I just said, I just need to throw this out there. It is playoff basketball, and also the Suns play at six thirty. So I dibs a seat next to the TV, and yep. I also dibs the best seat there. Like, yeah. I otherwise I'm not gonna come. Yeah, that's okay. And that is kind of like I'm gonna come. my okay. 
yummy. Not you. I, I'm so sorry. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. I didn't mean that like at you at all. My sound got so loud. I just meant that always sounds great. No, I actually just I, I it's something I do on the podcast that I just interject oh, that. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, Mikey. I, that's that's towards you. My face is so red. <laughs> we're done now. <laughs> oh no, we're not. Oh, we're just getting started. <laughs> so now that we're done with the intro. <laughs> sorry. Um, well, well okay, it, it, so what's, anyway. it's, what's fucked up about this is like a, an audio medium is like no one could see me like actually like look down texting. So she had no idea. She was like full sense. I just interjected and then just kept yeah, like went back I'm down. I'm like, why did you say, I just say that? Because <laughs> I'm also a weirdo Listen, and I was in it. I thought I was in a safe space. Listen. Yeah, um, but that, so Listen. I'm, I'm here saying, for it. Saying to Thad, so, uh, I mean, shout out Thad, not to like air your space, <laughs> not to air your total space. Um, but when he and I talked, uh, we were at an account together and, and we were talking about being that kind of fan he was like mm-hmm. uh one of the other reps was there and uh, he's like i'm gonna be shouting at the tv and you're like yeah one okay, of the reps was okay. like oh do you want to go and uh do you want to go and watch a game somewhere and i was like i no, i don't watch son's games out in public yeah i'm a different person and that's what that's oh. what yeah oh oh thad got to experience you become a monster no, I'm not a monster. I am just the same person that, like, he is. I just, like, Sometimes yo, man, like, I thing. just don't watch. Okay, so there's two parts, right? Like, I don't watch uh-huh. show. I don't watch games out in public for two reasons. Uh, maybe three. Um, is it, it irritates the me. multiple arrests? Or no, the man. It fucking irritates me that the game <laughs> is not already on, first of all. Oh, yeah. For, so I come in hot. Yeah, you're already coming in hot. I'm already I love like I, I I love all this energy. Like right Arizona playoffs are on. Yeah. Why is not everybody rallying around this? Not even fucking not even rallying, yo. Like games aren't even fucking on. They're not on sound. There's no like crowd following it. So like I come in there and then I'm the lone wolf. Hypothetically, last year we played against the Los Angeles Clippers. So I'm now going into a fucking bar battling against LA fans. Oh, That's not LA. good for your girl. Yeah. Girls gotta leave. <laughs> Girls gotta leave. A lady knows when to excuse herself because this is my. This is the other part, right? When we talk about the, like the tribalism issue, and this is what I will get into it with people about is everyone wants to to either live here or transplant here. Thank you. Sorry about that. All good. I am always yelling, so I thought <laughs> no one needed to hear my yells. Um, they move here, and then they talk shit about our fan base. And then mm-hmm. they and our wins and losses, and then mm-hmm. they buy tickets to our games, and then they wear the opposing fans jersey, and they can get fucked. Yeah. Oh, uh, finally, you can say someone can get fucked. So finally, that I've been is trying my, to say people get fucked this whole podcast. That is my um, that is my actual like I will actually kind of come at somebody okay. a little bit hard with that because I find that to be absolutely disrespectful, specifically. I find it to be offensive. I will give it to you if you keep your mouth shut, yeah. kind of. But when you are and when like you a lose, fan, take yo, it like man, a, take it like champ. When you are like an a legitimate non-fan, but your dad or your grandpa is from Chicago and you wear a Cubs, Bulls, or Bears jersey 
and you don't even actually understand the game, I or a, a Chicago Sky shout out Mercury, um, all of those, then that's where I really like fucking hate you as a person. Love this. Ooh. I knew this would get it out of her. Listen, it's great. Man. Love it. I, I like to it. crack open a good walnut. So, Speaking of that. My best friend's from Chicago, and we get into oh, this all the time. God, who doesn't love that trash city? Um, <laughs> with this energy that you've gotten, you finally you finally got the they can go fuck themselves. So I feel like you're in the proper headspace. To I got to get us. something in real fast, because I, I needed to get her this energy to oh. ask this. You know you oh, can oh, bait okay. me. Cool, get in there. And okay. now, that, now that the listeners kind of got that, that felt your energy and who you are when you're passionate about something is what's up with that arm wrestling tournament? <laughs> I was literally wondering how I was going to bring up literally watching her like almost like cliffhanger-ing off another woman's arm in a full like gown it was, with like the hair and that oh, it was shit. it was a sight to behold the Can passion I? there so it's for the listener there's the pink boot society which like promotes women in brewing and their mm-hmm. education in, in this industry um and yeah well you <laughs> same please bear uh, me i'm we so wedding uh, from this because i didn't even think about it's how this my could get favorite exploited. thing in the world is one of my favorite things that's ever happened in this industry so for the listener it's a uh, pink boots arm wrestling so women in beer do this enormous uh, fundraising event where um, all the women in pink boots who are associated with either a brewery or just a uh, distributor come and do this arm wrestling tournament. And it's it's huge. What was it, like 30-something women in it? It was fantastic. It was, it was our third year. We did it in our very first year was 2018. Mm-hmm. No, excuse me, 2019. We did it in February of 2019. It was our very first year um, doing a fundraising event for the Arizona chapter of Pink Boot Society. And so our goal that year was to raise enough money that we take that and we put it into a scholarship and so we can send a woman to beer school. It's awesome. Right? It is. It's one of the best run uh, foundations in Arizona. And like Billy McGovern. I was going to say, shout out Billy uh, for uh, for running such a great event. For it's that. insane how much work goes into it and how well she does with it. Yeah. But <clears throat> so you were involved in it and like all these women are coming in with like insane passion and it's such an aggressive um, like tournament where you're you're literally going muscle to muscle to just pin another woman's arm that's right to keep going that's right and uh, and you made it to the finals <laughs> to the finals it was outstanding you I... <laughs> smoked these women in this tournament but the best 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 part of it so I wheeled my way in um, yeah, how did you do that? So I, it was something along the lines of like, because Billy always just like auto throws me into events, events that she God, knows I would so never sign up for, God, like the so uh, the lip sync, lip syncing. That's how I you got never, into that. I was never gonna do it. And my rep Nikki comes Table to me and she's that. like, "By the way, uh, you're in this lip sync battle." I'm like, "No, I'm not." I'm like, we well, already signed up. You're already in. You're doing it. I love that. And Bombi is a consummate uh, professional that he showed shout up. Shout out Nikki, hold so, it down. Well. Billy was the one that signed me up for it. And yeah, but fortunately, Nikki. Nikki that's you. okay. I smoked his ass anyway yeah. in that one, too. I, I did pretty good in that. Smoked your arm wrestling, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. Man. I thought you were saying you smoked me in the, uh, the lip sync. I, I, I did. I feel like I did pretty good in that lip sync. You did really good, baby. Uh, you did really next good. Year, I definitely know. smoked you. I don't know. You I did good. Know. That Enrique Iglesias song, I did great. You did great. 
Did you get straight tattoos? Well, you're the only one that knew that Eminem song, my first Eminem song. I did. Bobby uh, came up to me and said, I picked a song that nobody knew. And I said, what do you mean? Me and my sister over here, like, it's, it's rapping beautiful. Dude, it's Eminem's yeah. beautiful. <laughs> nobody knows Eminem's beautiful. My, yeah. And uh, the reason I picked it is because it's like, nobody knows get it. fucked, just stay true to yes. you. Yep. And uh, I picked it for the lyrics, uh, I'll be one tough act to follow. I'll be one tough act to follow. Honestly, for as much as Bobby didn't want to do that, he showed up. He did two performances. He dressed appropriately and had an attire and didn't just like strip down yep. naked. Thank you. <laughs> uh, oh, did someone do that? Whoa. I would have all right. Who got I naked? Just, uh, nobody got full naked because that's illegal. Oh, yes. Okay. But right. um, it was... So we won't say that one out loud, but... It was wonderful yeah. that he did that. He showed up. And he also curated the song to where it was only like a minute and a half, two minutes. Yeah, because that so song's was, like six yeah. and a half minutes. And he I was like, like, kept the no. audience going. That yeah. was great. So I will tell you that the very first year that we did the arm wrestling tournament, I was new to pink boots. I wanted to... I reached out and just said, do you need volunteers? Yep. And she was like, yep. We need an arm wrestler. And so I arm wrestled because I was in a space in life where I was like, okay, we are just like delving into this. And well, so I sneaked my way in. So Billy is telling me about the arm wrestling tournament. I'm like, cool, I'll be your ref. She's like, well, Bob from Quails are the ref. I'm like, cool, I'll be your other ref. Yeah. (laughs) Like, thank God. Literally just being like, I'll just be there. Like, I just want a reason to be there. Um, And it worked out great. But as I don't even remember who was. Arm wrestling. It and was quite from a, with me. No, no, no. It was you were well when yeah when yeah. The, so I don't remember who was arm wrestling. Okay, so so but this is okay. So this is the whole backstory, right? Yeah. So the very first year, what was his name from Quail? Bob. Bob. Okay. Robert. So, he doesn't even. He goes by Beer hey, Bob, but he doesn't even like. Shout out a dude Bob. who won't come on the podcast. Beer Bob. Dick. He'll go. Hey on. Bob, we love He's you. great. We love him. He's the best. Oh no, I I love Bob, but uh, I think him and Billy have a similar kind of like. I will just burn this whole place on the way out kind of mentality. Yeah, totally fine. I'm just going to live in like Tanda. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to live in this like limbo. Yeah. Um, so the very first year that your wife won, Alex. Uh, um, for clarity, my wife has won every year undefeated. She's talking about the first year though. Yeah, okay, obviously. Just, yeah, for clarity, listen, uh, she's the big boss and I just love and respect her. So she, I thank goodness, did not ever have to face her. But I (laughs) faced, when Mother Bunch was still around, I faced their opponent there. And um, I got called on a... their chef, right? They got called. I don't know who it was. I can't remember her name. Mary? Mary Lynn? Yeah. Yes, that's who it was. Um, She was so kind. Love her. Yeah. Um, All the arm wrestling chicks are like, uh, because like you're all getting hyped up and like I'm married to one of the arm wrestlers. Like it's an intense space, but like all the chicks are like rad and awesome. And like everyone is gassing each other up. And like everyone once the rounds are over, everyone chills the fuck out. As the rounds are happening, like none of us, we were all in the back Mm -hmm. this year. We were all in the back, just like making friends, doing this, like that is the beauty. 
Shots. None of us. Yeah. None of us. We were all just drinking Doing our lady beer. things. Yeah, we, no. We were all drinking fucking beer and like. The shots. Lady, yeah. Lady stuff. I heard no shots. No. I heard shots are going down. Okay, Warm so, vodka okay. shots. Oh my they were braiding God. each other's hair. I cannot. That was never me. Okay. Never mind. Maybe I'm just too bushed. They're braiding to each other's hair and like demanding What do I know? Like, do I know? All right. Go on. Go on. Women's stuff. Um, yeah. Women's stuff. Exactly. <laughs> so you're already wrestling uh, mother bunch. So I get called. At the time, so at the time, we have to have an entourage. I am so cool at this point in my life. It is my parents who are my entourage. And I am big okay. red back then. And they come in all Cardinals gear. And I keep my walkout song the same. And my best friend, who was nine months pregnant at the time, comes and supports. So it is the three of them. And so I am living well, <laughs> obviously. And my parents are the most competitive people that anyone I think could know. And my dad will always champion me. And I am there and I am beating her. Like this woman has her body up off of the ground. And at the time, I don't know what the actual rules still are. I'm still very kind of confused one, about it. One leg had to stay. Okay. Or no, you had listen, to start with one leg on the ground. I can't even talk about it because this is 2019 yeah. and I still get the sweats about it. So it goes to four on that one because okay. he can't fucking call a match and it gets a draw. Like my dad, there's a video and my dad is like, she's down ref. Like Bobby, I swear to God, if I show this to you, you're just like, is this a joke? Like I, she's fucking down. Yeah. Early. I love all of this. Early. And they don't fucking call it. And then I have to switch arms and then I have to switch arms again. I have to go back. And so they make me go four times and then four times. And then he just calls a draw and gives it to her. Mm. So you're ramped up for this last one. For fucking three years. Yep. Oh, Okay, now. So she's, Here she's, we go. she's smoking I am, people. I am literally, Alex, no, I, my I, only I, I love hearing I a, a whole other, like, because, like, I know, I know, so this is like watching Over the Top and knowing Sylvester Stallone's story, obviously, but, like, getting textured background from other people hanging out, like, this rivalry over the years where you're like, this I knew Jacqueline I, would I, win. Oh, I knew yeah. she would. And that's okay. My goal was to not win. I needed to beat the first round. Certainly. I I will say this. Um, out of uh, all of the women there, you're probably the first, second, bottom three smallest, like, built, like, and I expected you to go down early. I was just like, okay, John C., Kayla... And but mm. Alex can get fucked. But specifically the two of you specifically the two of you held out hard. Yeah. And I was like I I'm just a fan of the whole thing. And I because like and what's what's nice for me is like I like being able to cheer for a good rivalry. Yeah, that's right. That's right. But at the same time I'm like I'm there for the champ and my wife. And that's like, right. She's got a very specific headspace. But like your match was this great opportunity for me to like really get into it at low stakes just because like um I knew that you wouldn't compete with my wife just based on Yeah, the, the me curve. and Coley's match was the absolute best. Love like and and I love Coley to brutal. begin with. She it was she is so fantastic and fun. I, I I've but, never seen an arm wrestling match go yeah. so long. 13 minutes, Bobby. So Long. 13 minutes. I don't even know if Bobby heard me. I was like, I wish you guys weren't so fucking drunk to the refs. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm fairly certain this has been over for a minute. No, it was like 3.30. Because it was only that I could really see. And though. like 5.30. But it was like obscene numbers. Obscene numbers per... per Because we had to switch. Yeah. We went... We went left, right, left. Not this year. 
with me and Coley. Do we go right, left, right? Yeah. So right, we went left, right, left, right. right. I beat Most people her. are right-handed, yeah. I beat, and I'm left-handed. Oh. So I always you start. You whipping women on right-handed. opposite hand. Yeah, because I'm not getting fucked again. I was so mad, dude. I cannot tell you. Like, I was so she mad about that like year. Well, let's get to this year. Let's talk about this year. The one we just did. Yes. So in, so, but th- so I say that because when he called me on the tech with Cully, that's when I lost it. Oh, yeah. There was no faults on you guys this year, though. I got called on a fault with Cully. Yes. It still went four was matches. It, the, your, it was my elbow. Yeah. Which I've seen the video now, and that's fine. But I turned. Because <laughs> I was really I turned Alex. I think I blacked out, but I turned and I said, you sandbagging motherfucker. <laughs> and then I got off of the stage and then did a quick lap. Was I your, no, Bob was your ref. around. Yeah. Ro- was, Bob was yes. your ref this yes. year. Okay. Because we were, he was doing most of them and then we'd alternate for ones that were like in his book, in his distribution book. And then at the end, we just kept alternating. You guys were, you had both of ours. You guys yeah. both had. It was weird one as you guys, guys continue to get more hammered, um, which definitely has to change. Uh, <laughs> Shut your fucking mouth. Listen, uh, Jack, Jack's retired. It. I'm just giving good input. Um, Why well, I, I paid good attention except for the. There was yeah. a point you both were refing and both getting it wrong. Like at what do some you mean? point. I get it wrong. I think that I like yelled at Bobby at one point. It was awesome. I definitely yelled at Bobby. Mm-hmm. I. I have. I need to fix things about myself. <laughs> it was. It was the highlight I, I of lo- my night. Everyone was like, "So I, I'll give the I'll I give the listener the an understanding of what happened." So it wasn't even John C's arm wrestling match. I'm re- I'm I'm the first ref on it. So I got the whistle. I'm sitting there looking. I call when someone gets pinned or does a fault. Uh, secondary ref kind of fills in, and uh, <laughs> um, I. I, I wish I could remember who was go like who was going because I'm just sitting there and you you gotta like pay attention to when someone gets pinned and if their arm comes off yeah because if their arm comes off the mat it's a fault yeah nobody faulted out which is good uh, but there was a few of them we had to call yeah a fault and then get back yeah and I was pretty lenient on that this year because like some would slide off I'm like get your arm back on and they'd get it right yeah. back on I'm not yeah. gonna end the yeah. match because yeah. of yeah. that so and especially long long matches where they're like, hey, you're, you've are you been wrestling now, arm wrestling for like three minutes straight and it almost slips a little off. I'm like, totally. get it back on. I'm not going to end that and start totally. over. You guys are in a brutal, or you women totally. are in a brutal batch, match. And I just, I just feel this like, just something hitting my leg. And I'm like, oh my I don't God, know what's going on. And I'm me. so oh, close. Shit. I'm like, my head is right there looking to see the match. And I just it's feel this punching I, of my leg. There's no excuse for me, Alex. It, and I look over and Johnson's like, she fucking pinned her. She fucking pinned her. She is, but this is like this. that. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> the there's no excuse for me. I definitely apologized to him that night and then it, the next morning it was, for sure. It was my favorite thing because I look over real quick because I'm like, I feel this tapping my leg, punching my leg. And I'm like, I, I got to keep watching That's what's so happening. That's so physically inappropriate, and Bobby. I just, I'm so It was sorry. amazing. So I look over and you're just talking <laughs> shit. And you're talking Fuck. shit. You're like, you fucking get it. Like, he, she pinned him. I get it. And I'm like, look. And I like, immediately I was like, this is the energy I need from everybody in the in the audience right now. I'm all about this, yeah. but I've got to get right back to this. <laughs> this to is this why I need a match. safe space during a Suns game because <laughs> I am a <laughs> you were fucking psychopath. You were rallying everybody else up, though. It was it was the energy the crowd needed because like 
they, these matches were going on and people were standing like 12 feet away. And they're kind of yeah. being so weird. And like, I, I will straight up say yeah. you, your matches did, uh, I mean. They brought people right up there. You were uh, dressed to the nines. Uh, Thank you. Uh, Thank you. It was, it was hard to not notice. Thank um, you. But your matches brought in energy. Like, I had actually kind of said something um, earlier in the night because I was just like, the second year was just, I remember it so vividly just mm. like the the packed house of boulders yeah just all the chance like yeah. just getting crazy and then just feeling like i know that there was like the weather and all the different stuff but just like the kind of the lackluster at courthouse i was like fuck like a a lot of people are just like jack's a monster i don't want to deal with this and then like it just felt like a lot of people were just showing up to show up and then you brought an energy that i felt like really bridge that entire middle thank you which is the most fun part about it like i i remember year two the biggest match i rooted for was when the prescott predator and then what was it the nun lady or whatever Mm -hmm. were like going against each other like and there's just like because you'll you'll see certain chicks just like kind of like just like with any sport thing right you'll see like one care player character or whoever that you weren't expecting a lot from that just kind of pops up Mm -hmm. and then you're like yes let's watch it Let's, let's watch it to the end. And that has happened every year now at Pink Boots. And this last year was the year that that was you. And uh, it was just awesome to watch. And again, I remember like even just trying to like, how do I even talk about the visual of just like. <laughs> just tough pin. Just, just because you, if I recall, you had your hair kind of urukai'd up uh, in, 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 a, in a warrior stance. So it was just like, it was very. Like a feather animated uh, while you were uh, kind of attacking your opponent in a full gown. If I gown. didn't just get <laughs> an elbow tattoo earlier today, I wanted to arm wrestle you. <laughs> <laughs> well, good. I'm me. so glad you saved yourself I the embarrassment. I'm, I'm, yeah. I think you'd beat me. So, I, I mean, here's the thing. It's super fun for me to, like, not. I always joke Actually, about like, being a, a delicate lefty. lady. Oh, yeah. Let's go Fucking lefties. send it. Oh. All right. We're doing this live on air. Hold on. I'm going to. For the content, because oh, we'll probably forget to take a picture as usual. But it did feel like <laughs> it did feel so good. I had somebody one day be like, "Oh, you stayed in character so well when you won," and I said, "Oh yeah, that was character." All right, Bobby's the ref. I'll try to. I'm probably gonna lose. Don't flatter me. All right, you got to do the countdown. One, two. Don't embarrass yourself, Bobby. Three. Oh, oh. oh it's, she's so strong! <laughs> oh shit! She's making a comeback! Ah, ah. She's so straight faced! God damn it. God! <laughs> I'm sorry, oh. ladies. So powerful. Fuck. Listen. Good arm wrestle. <laughs> I mean, the fact that he had to put in some effort. Uh, a shitload of That was all the effort. All of the effort. I mean, just so, d- 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 just, just size-wise. Okay, Table that next podcast. I'm taking him right-handed. Just, uh, just size-wise. And uh, Bobby, you've been working out. I've got Those a ton of weight on you. Sweet, I know. Big. i got a ton of weight on Sweet you. Sweet, Cole. And, and Coley, so, she was so 
gracious too when we when we fought the first time I had her I don't know how I ended up having her the first time and I like looked at her and winked at her and I was like just go down baby just go down I I knew I did you can see it on the video I look at her and I'm like just go down baby was there some exceptional like shit talking not necessarily like shit talking but like you ain't got Liz do you fucking oh with me and Liz with whoever. No, with me and Liz, I said fucking nothing. And I literally just was like, stone. Like, I was not going to lose again in the first round. Oh, yeah. Literally, period. <laughs> I didn't give a fuck who I went up against. Like, you're not even you a person for it? to me. Did I bet for it? Prep. I mean, mentally. Yeah. <laughs> I trained like the first like couple of like the first couple of years just to know to like not hurt my elbow, to yeah. be honest with you, like just to not hurt myself. But it's like, we're not that serious. But like, Jacqueline is exceptionally strong. There are people like, with Mother Button, she, like my elbow, true story, like my elbows fucking hurt for a really long time because I went two on each. And she was like lifting her arm and I was like in way better shape back then where I was like weight training and shit. And I was like, damn, bicep curls hurt. Yeah. Like my tendons for sure. Like you can strain something and like hurt for like a while, right? And I'm so competitive that... I will hurt myself to get a W. Oh, Jacqueline's the same fucking way. Like, I will absolutely. I am that type of person. Yeah. Um, So with this, I just like, I mentally was like, I'm going to get the jump. I am going to do this. And I knew what I needed to do. This bitch is swinging kegs around every day. I need to come hot. (laughs) Yeah. And I fought Liz the first time, who is... Formidable opponent. I met Coley, but yeah, so it was Liz me and Liz. Liz. Uh, yeah, Li- she has so a then it was nice me and Coley. Don't make her yes. So and then I like won first round, and then we went second, and then it just got tight, and then we went again. And she is so strong and so great, but there was like we would. So if you if I feel bad for people <sighs> who just like saw us because I feel like it Juicy. looks like I'm just fucking yelling at her which I'm not in actuality and she's laughing, but I'm like, dude, we would like, we would hit and she would already be fucking strong and like going. And I was like, I can fucking feel you, Cully. That's what I kept saying. I was like, I can feel you. Like you have to like. Yeah, it was like settings them in the middle. The setting and she was already on. The refs would put their hands on top of the two girls' hands to start. And they would be like already pressured. Yes, you can feel it. Jacqueline was telling me, she's like, she's like, I'm surprised there weren't a lot of false starts because she's like, she's like, the girls were just so eager. Oh, yeah. And that's what I, and then I was like, I, and me just being my extra person. I was like in here and I'm amped and I was like, I can fucking feel you. And so she was like laughing in a sense. So that's some of like the, like if you watch the video or you see a couple of photos, I'm just like, Oh, the photos of you guys, like what, what I love about it the most is like, it was this like great rivalry. It was like this super fun moment in the arm wrestling uh, tournament, uh, a huge highlight. And almost all the photos you see, like obviously there's some competition, but like, uh, but like ninety percent of the photos you see, you two just smiling and laughing, mm-hmm. right? And it just that just sums up the whole night, right? Like, yeah, her and I were the two people that hung out together, and she got there, and I bought beers. She had to travel far. Like, we were all hanging out back there. There was one of the gals from um, 
Fire and Fury. It was her first year. Okay. And like, yeah. She's a part. And like, oh, shout out photo. Fire and Fury. Those guys I was awesome. there yesterday. You know what I mean? Shout out Lindsay. Yeah. So there, Lindsay. Is, there is a photo of like her and I hugging right before she goes out. There is mm-hmm. um, Nikki had like an anxiety attack about something right before and we were all there supporting each other. So yeah. that this this narrative of like we can't get along is absolute bullshit. This narrative of like we can't be in competition with one another and get crazy competitive and then like love on one another in the interim is like not our narrative either. And so I think that that's part of us doing this and showcasing it is like, we can be strong we can be fucking feminine. Like, and friends. I wore- and friends and we're all yep. here honestly like we're all here to Common make interest. money to send not one of us but to send our next generation to beer school yeah so that she can honestly not even be us but be better than us yep absolutely so, and we can sell for her one day like that yeah. is the whole part of that how do you it's get such a highlight to finish being gaslit by men well we gotta we do gotta wrap up <laughs> We got to wrap up. Um, uh, so, and we got to have you on because there's so much more to talk about. Yeah, I, we, we, I don't even think we touched we touched uh, one podcast question because well, it just okay. went so good. So I actually did. Uh, it's better to I, I feel we're in the best energy for, for one. I want to get in one last question before we do the local shout out. Uh, we'll have to have you on because we didn't get through any of this, uh, which we kind of have like. And again, it's all about where the conversation goes, right? Like I've talked about this a few times. I've, I've had Brett Dettler on and hopefully part two will get a little more spicy. And a lot of people expected, you know, that episode to go a certain way, and it just didn't because conversation goes sure. the way it goes. And this has been quite amazing and pleasant. But <clears throat> we'll have to have you back, even just to go through the questions we generally kind of use to stoke conversation. But mm, since you are, since space. you are in a spicy, <laughs> spicy space, send it. Tell me about a shitty coworker. Talk some shit. This is a podcast where we talk shit and talk shops. Talk some shit. You don't have to say the name. I'm still yeah, going to try to get it out of you. I mean, but. yeah, we're going to ask, but just just tell us about someone who's real shit to work with. I, I honestly. Stop it. I I, I don't need some Ben Vandermeer and energy I in here. I can't. I can't. Just talk some shit. Don't no. even say Nobody the name. Nobody has to know anything about him. No. Story uh, about some fake listen, person. That I, I know that you've worked job. with some asshole. Oh, but it, can it move? Can it be a different space? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh fuck. Okay. That's what I was saying at the very the beginning. Like it can just be oh from any life experience. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh. Yeah. Oh, That's why oh, we started oh, the oh, saying. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Um. 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 <sighs> it would probably go too deep. Um. I. Oh fuck! I don't even know where to start. I once trained a manager who. Um, poked me in the ribs and I'm like in my mid 20s and I said something about it to the top and I literally said if he is willing to poke me in my ribs and he will Escalate. rape somebody in a keg room or something like yeah you are going to have an issue and he was fired as a married man for sleeping with a underage person oh i don't know oh, if that oh, counts dead on. yes yeah that person but sucks. like that counts and that to me is also like um that made my throat chakra and like my root chakra feel like i spoke that and i knew it yeah you're spot on because if you were willing to do that, you're probably willing to do some other shit. Well, that's shit. all. Yeah. And so I know it, that's not really that, like a fun story. Well, it doesn't have any fun. It doesn't have to be fun. That and, and that's about limit. That, that's um. That's what's called limit testing. Um. It's something uh, a lot of 
shitty insecure males like to do is where they test the limits of what w- women are willing to endure. I that wonder is... if I could think of something funnier, though. I'm sorry. That was no, so anticlimactic. No, no, no. <laughs> we, we actually end on a high note. Remember, and, I've and never we're... arm wrestled anybody on this podcast before, so. Oh, my God. Okay. Oh, so I have a funny story. All right. Um, sure. As far as arm wrestling goes, uh, I'm out with my mother in, like, 2014 at my home bar. And shout out Spokes on Southern. Hell yeah. Ooh, Spokes. Um, my mom meets a regular there and oh. becomes friends with this young kid for whatever reason. For whatever reason, she arm wrestles. Nice. <laughs> at a high top there. And this Perfect. woman... Alex, I, like I shit you not, she was this close to winning. I literally thought that she was going to win. And Jerome, at one point, uh, rang that fucking bell. Yes, and that yes, bell, yes. I will tell you, only gets rung when, like, the Suns win. Yeah. Or, like, something, something amazing big. happens. Yeah. They've no, never rung amazing. that bell while I'm there. No. And I know it's because it's important. That's yeah. right. No, I mean, it was like eight Saves. years ago. It got rung the other night when the Suns won game one. Yep. We were all there, like the crew of us were there for the for the playoff game, and it and it was rung. Listen, you and can't I, call it ringing the bell if you're just doing it for any old thing. Honestly, so that is my that is like the thing that I leave. I Hell will yeah. I will think of another awful coworker moment, but honestly, that piece of no. shit had to go. All good. We got to wrap up. <laughs> I was supposed to be meeting some buddies for drinks 23 minutes ago. Uh, but we've got time so Bobby's for a, about to shout out a local whatever shout event out. he's supposed to be at. <laughs> That's next week. I only got a million of them. Right, mine's on uh, my way. This week, uh, shout out to Naysayer again. I've shouted out before. I'm going to shout him out again. Naysayer tattoo in downtown Mesa. Ooh, uh, yeah, I see you looking fresh. Neil there. McLeod hooked it up with some fresh ink everywhere. That my arm is red is not color. It's, yeah, at first uh, I thought you were bruised because I could just see the yeah. the, the ditch. Oh, yeah, that looks, that looks good. None man. of it is none of its color. That's that red because my just I just get so red and he did a bunch of great work. Uh, yeah, but finished, that's, that's all gray shade, right? Fin- yeah, it's all just black yeah. ink. Cool, he yeah. finished my sleeve out. Thank fucking God I'm done with this. Uh, and he just does I was just exceptional about to ask, what, work. What, what session we're going to be finished on. So maybe. Yeah, we did the elbow. Just, uh, thank <laughs> God it's slap. over. So how many. Uh, it's over. I, I know you got to go, but uh, I, I am curious because uh, I have. Two sleeves. How many sessions uh, oh, did you one, get that done in? Three, four, five, six, seven, wow. eight, nine. Okay. Nine sessions. Oh, nice. All right. I've all got right. mine for May, and then I have September and October. Hell yeah. And I'm doing a full leg because I don't want anyone's I think that's what opinions. I'm I said I'm not ready for anyone else to comment on me or my body, so it goes on my leg that no one sees it. Well, uh, fantastic. Uh, I, I'm i a huge fan of telling people to go fuck themselves when they ask me about my tattoos. Um, I it felt took like a long to it, get her to say go fuck somebody. Yeah. Uh, when, I, when I first started getting tattooed, I always <laughs> felt the need to like defend like my tattoos or what they were about. And then um, it's problematic for me. So I imagine it would be far more problematic for someone like you That's where right. people just feel some sort of entitlement to put their hands on me. That's exactly and right. Grab me. And we will talk about this. Can, can like, I book my next, can yes. I book my next session? Dr. <laughs> we, Dr. Bobby. Oh, hey. We, we do have some open yeah, That's my nurse practitioner, Alex. Thank He's you. lower than me. <laughs> Listen, I'm, uh, I'm definitely just learning from the master. Uh, if I knew one of your guys' names that wasn't your breweries next to your first names in my phone, I would have said that more appropriately. But um, that's how we're going to end that. That's, that's like literally everybody bulb. in my phone, yeah. 
It's like whenever someone's like, I don't know your last name, like, it's Second Chance. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally because yeah. I've got Bobby it's, Burkhead and Bobby Second Chance. Shout yeah, out Bobby. Bobby. <laughs> yeah. So I, I'm actually a big first name, last name kind of guy, uh, which Bobby's actually called on the podcast a few times. The only reason I've not referred to you is because I actually don't know your last name. That's right. It's Phoenix. I'm um, fucking Beyonce and Cher. Yeah, Listen, and, and I've always appreciated that about you. Although I do need to clarify how. Your name is spelled in my phone versus the contact that Liz sent me this morning. Fact. We gotta get those this probably shout out going. Those okay. don't match. Get later and later. Okay, we sorry, go. sorry yes. guys. So, I, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> these podcasts will no, go four hours. I, 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 I know, and uh, <laughs> that that is that is my man. Um, so I uh, I know we talk about it a lot, and it might feel like a cop out, but uh, two things. I'm gonna I'm gonna accomplish two things with this shout out. I'm A, going to give Bobby his task uh, for the podcast right now, and then also shout out some great guys. So you need to schedule Eric and Trent because you know oh, yeah, yeah. their life Got works, it. and I don't. But also, like, I am constantly, and once again today, was and forever impressed by their ability just... Chupacabra Tapper, by the yeah, way. Yeah, mm. Chupacabra Tapper, they're community they're just rad they're they're i don't know man like i could throw out a, a bunch of 14 dollars words but johnson kind of has me on this round so um <laughs> what i'll say is this like uh yeah i get it i work in the industry and i fucked up their hours and showed up 20 minutes early today they open the door they serve me you know a lot of times i'll swing by their place and you know when it's my turn to pick up beer for the podcast i'll just grab six pack montuckies as you've seen and um kind of go from there uh, so delicious. But those dudes, they walk the line I I aspire to walk. They're community-driven. They give back. They constantly just try to take care of their own backyard, mm. which in a world where we're f- aware of everything but in control of nothing, it's, I think, I don't want to, like... I don't know, words are weird for me, but, like, I don't want to say this and it, like, be taken weird, but, like, it's kind of the bravest thing you can do is just, like, there's a word, you know, Show up. In, in, in Eastern Europe and in Africa and a lot of places and the world's burning and, like, a lot of things are happening and they're just, like, I can take care of my backyard and I'm going to 100% focus on that and that's the shit I look up to. Yep. And so, shout out Eric and Trent consummate amazing human beings at Chupacabra Tapper. Hell yeah. Your turn. Yay. Okay. Um, obviously, shout out Phoenix Beer Company. Woo woo. Uh, shout out to my husband who created the live stream for the Pink Boots uh, arm wrestling so that all of you were yeah. all uh, available to see that and that was how that was disseminated across the state. Should we talk shout to him about... Shout out to Mythic Goat. Shout should, out to Mythic Goat. Should we talk to him about getting a, a video aspect of this podcast Y'all should going? talk to him if you want some quality yes. and yeah, we need Wait. We need a, quality video. Professional. We yeah. need quality yeah. content. Yeah. Uh, I'm not volunteering. <laughs> we need quality Yeah, hosts. I'm not, I'm not co-signing. <laughs> yeah. um, we need quality everything. Yeah. But... Yeah, man, this is this is an honor to be able to be on here. It's an honor to honestly to you call you guys friends. And twice. And I'm thank just you. grateful. So thank you for thank you for that. This was a privilege. You're the best. I can't wait to be back. 
thank you uh, for your time, and uh, I appreciate that uh, words of affirmation are your love language. Yes. And uh, thanks for coming by. Yes. Let's uh, let's taste this whiskey and take a picture. All Let's right, do guys. it. Thanks Cheers. for listening, guys. Yeah. Right. Appreciate y'all. Bye. Cheers. <laughs>